Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ricey and Reavers uh, with the baseball podcast. Uh, the Twins are have not yet lost on uh, Wednesday here, so we're we're a little uh, we're doing a little ahead of time. Uh, at this point, at uh, about noon on Wednesday, the fellas are zero and four in seven inning games mm-hmm. and zero and two in ten inning games. They need nine innings. Nothing. Nothing. So we're six n- and three in nine inning six games. Six and three in real baseball games. Not doing well in the other games. Uh, we uh, we have a uh, light slight hamstring tightness with uh, the big fella Miguel. We got the bad toll with Nelson. Uh, we got Kepler having uh, the COVID. He actually has the COVID, right? And mm-hmm. Thielbar is proximity. Mm-hmm. He's got the other thing. And uh, you know what? Other than that? Uh, we talked about this last week. Baseball seasons, the Fairball Lakers can tell us this. Baseball seasons, sometimes everything comes together. Yep. Sometimes, it, if you're not, you know... If you're not the cheating Chanhassen Redbirds who have many, many, why are you trying to get depth, me into trouble? Have much depth, you know, that you can overcome obstacles, uh, or the uh, Dodgers, let's say, even the Yankees, who can buy their way out of a mess. If you're the Twins, they're either going to go good or bad. But damn, does this look like 2011, doesn't it? It, it really does. And I Pat, mean, it's it's it, the the line you're looking for is it, it either come, all comes together or it's a bleep storm. Yes, it is. And uh, you know, 2011. I've told this story 50 times. Nobody that I ran into that spring, and by the way, Twins attendance that spring was huge. Oh, Every game was The buzz off the new stadium did, and did, everything, yeah, Mauer's contract. Yeah, you know, the second year of the yep. new ball, no, second year of the new ballpark, but the first year was 94 wins, 3.4 million, 3 million people. Jim told me, uh, you know, the whole, the whole thing, you know, Jim told me, we'll be right back, you know, oh. after eight minutes. And... The only thing anyone asked me was that spring, hey, Ricey, can we beat the Yankees yep. in the playoffs? That's mm-hmm. the only thing. And I certainly didn't see disaster, but I remember saying, yeah, I'm a little worried about the pitch, and I wouldn't worry about it. I think there, should, I think there might be other things to worry about than the Yankees mm-hmm. in, the, in October. And they'd go like that. And then, of course— uh, they uh, started terrible. They had a little run. Mackey put out the 
What was it? It's Happening t-shirt? What's the, oh, yeah. That's, the, 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 that's when we went. Remember, the run was uh, uh, right after the All-Star break, uh, wasn't no, it? I don't know. They got the 44 and 49. But they, didn't they have the best record in baseball for a stretch of Maybe about a month. 25 games uh, yeah, or whatever it was? Like that. It's yeah. Happening. And uh, they still were under 500. And then they closed 19 and 50. Oof. 19 and 50, and they ended up uh, just... Missing a hundred losses, sixty-three and ninety-nine. In fact, remember that was the source of a great Joe Souchere tirade. Do you remember that? What when they avoided the one hundredth loss and they won it in the bottom of the ninth, yeah. and they celebrated in the field, and Joe about went ballistic. <laughs> the celebration on yes. the field, yes, yeah. that did not uh, do him. Yeah, so I mean, it's got that feel. And here's what here's one thing. I look at this team. Oldest team in baseball. I was going to get to that. Uh, yep. I think Phil Miller had a piece before the season, right when the season started or maybe after the first series, that they are the oldest team in baseball. And, uh, you, know, you know, it's a little distorted with Cruz and, and, you know, a couple of that. But this is not... This is not a young team that you can count on being better in August, you no. know. This is a bunch of wily old veterans trying to hang on. And when that kind of a team hits the wall, you know, Sano's 27, looks like he's going on 40. That's what I, yep. And, uh, I mean, it just, the vibe is horrible. Well, Pat, the vibe is horrible, look, and now they're stuck out in California. Uh, they don't know if they're going to have a team to put on the field. Then they get to come home. At least they're not coming home to riot, so that's good. But, but Pat, uh, Pat, you look at – I watch nearly every inning of the doubleheader knowing we're going to do the show today. And, uh, and also for a diversion tactic as well. But, Pat, they didn't score a run in a freaking doubleheader. No, they did not. And the other part about this, you look at all the aspects of this organ, or of this of this team as it stands today – they can't manufacture a run. They're an no. all or they're built for an all or nothing. And I know that that's the modern game, which I absolutely despise. But they can't manufacture a run. Their defense outside of Buxton is abysmal. And without I, Simmons playing, yeah, it's not very good. I mean, look at the play Sano tried to make yesterday, where it was a simple grounder where he was trying to go to second. Well, he drops the ball. He can't even pick it up to get one out at first base. Mm-hmm. He has become such a liability. That he does not deserve a spot in the lineup. No. He just doesn't, Pat. No, and uh, yesterday when they hooked, when they took him out, you were thinking, okay, left-handed pitcher, he's not replacing him because he wants to here. So they, a little tight hamstring. But I really think it's an excuse. It would be a good excuse to put him on DL the, him, yep. and then rehab him, yep. and then you know because you're going to be starting. Starting May 4th, you have minor league baseball. And, you know, starting mm-hmm. the Saints yep. start playing May, May 4th, which, by the way, we have no publicity about what's going on. Because they're Fort still in Mi- spring training, they're right? In Fort yeah. Myers. Yeah. We don't have any idea what's going on at Fort Myers because there's no media down there covering it, really, like we normally would. You know, we'd still be there for Twins spring training, sure. so we'd be writing something. We don't know what the hell's going on at Fort Myers with the minor league teams. And... This would be an excuse to put him on a 10-day DL and then give him 20 days of rehab in AAA or AA or someplace or even Fort Myers and try to get him 
straightened out. Right? right. I think you can, maybe you can only make it 20, maybe it can only be 20 days. But I, I thought you could put them on a DL for 10 and then rehab them for another 20 or something like that. I, I don't know. There is a, you know, a rehab procedure. So what do you do? But put, something's got to be done. I don't know. You it, can't, you, you yeah, can't keep running them out when there. When you're getting blown away by Manea, I'm sorry. You're you're just yeah. you're you're, oh, you're yeah, cooked. No chance. Yeah. Uh, and left-handers, you know, he he's got good stuff. But, sure, but, but he's topping out at only, 92. That's the only thing Sano can hit as a lefty. Lefty who doesn't throw terribly hard, and he couldn't hit him. And uh, I don't know. It's he's a disaster. Uh, Nelson is, you know, he's still a threat, but he's not. You know, he's a year older. He's he looks a year older. I think he's a guy though that he'll snap. Up. I, I've got if, faith in if, him snapping thing, out of it. If thing comes along, the guy, the other guy got, that you need to be worried about is Polanco. Yeah, he is not hitting well at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't know what that is about. You know, he uh, in the one year he took the vitamins and uh, <laughs> and then but then he had you know well then he was an all star testing. He was an all star. And uh, yeah, it, it 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 does not look good. Kepler, I mean, everybody, it's a everybody takes a step back here so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's you know sixteen games. But as I I was uh, I was uh, tweeting up a storm last night, uh, pointing out that uh, they have the same record as the Tigers, and I foresee a season long battle between these two teams. <laughs> I I don't know. I just it, it's. It's, you, the vibe is terrible. Well, the what vibe they, is terrible. Outside of Arise, who had a four-hit game on, yeah, was that yeah. Sunday that he yes. had the four-hit game? Yeah. Nobody in the lineup is really producing all that all that well. And I get it. It's it's a function too of just the the modern game. Again, I'm going to point that out. But you even look at the the, the kids that they're bringing up. Rooker. Rooker is Rooker. a disaster at the point. Rooker. For three weeks in spring training, all you did was now it's spring training, obviously, but all you did was say, This guy's gotta be on the team. He's killing it. He's hitting the ball the right field. He's doing everything. Now he's got zero chance. He's Sano. He's a little smaller Sano. And by the way, uh, you know, left field is uh, you know, it's it's time. The time has arrived when they get home to put Kirloff in the lineup yes either at first or left field now i don't like i was the one game he played in left field it would have been nice if he would have caught one of those pop-ups i don't uh, think kenta maeda was um terribly happy the second one uh you got the wave of the arms in the air that's never a good sign no and uh but i don't think they got a choice they i mean rooker can't hit sano can't hit i and you know, you got to get, you got to say, okay, this guy's a, it's almost time to start saying what, you know, we got to see some of the youth here. It's almost time. Yeah. You got to well, see. Well, they need Carol. some juice. Kirloff's yeah. 24, he's like 24. It's not like you're calling up a, a minor leaguer, but you got to put him in a lineup and, uh, you know, you gotta. You gotta keep Buxton in the lineup. You gotta keep Buxton in the lineup. <laughs> you gotta. Uh, you know, next time they. Uh, you know, Jake Cave, God love him. 
What what are we doing? I don't know. I let that Celestino come up and be your backup center fielder and see if he can do anything. Now remind know? me, what did they do with Wade? They traded him. They in the traded year? him to the the uh, San Francisco, and, and I'm glad they gave him a chance. I don't, I don't even know if he's on our club, but did, well, Sean you, Ander. They traded him for that Sean Anderson. Okay, you know, okay, that, got it. That but uh, that that you know Lamont is a great kid, but he's not. You know he can get a walk and do some. But he can like play him. the outfield well. Yeah, so well, I guess what I was yeah, getting well, at. Well, yeah, yeah, he's okay. He's not a big wide but range. But the, the, all you need to know about Brent Rooker potentially playing outfield is when did you see the play? Where he was in right yesterday, I can't remember. If it was the first game or the second game? They all, all of the the nonsense bled together, but it was Lowry at second base. Pat Rooker, I know he had the wind in his face. I get that. He wasn't halfway to the warning track. He caught the ball behind him, took three steps to getting throwing position, and then threw a three hopper to third base. I thought, who taught this kid how to play outfield? Yeah, what well, a joke. A- He's probably more of a first baseman, but he can't hit is the problem. I mean, he's, as I, I, I remember writing this spring, as a, as an outfielder, Brent Rooker is a pretty good hitter, is what I say. Yeah, right. Know? And, he's you know, he's he's basically a Willingham, but not quite as professional, you right. know, as far as being in the outfield. But, you know, if he can't hit, there's, I mean, he's There's been, no point in having been, him in the lineup. He's right. been brutal. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is a, this is the bash the twins segment of Reifers, Ricey and Reavers, but there's really nothing else. They're in last do. place. And I get it. It's still April 21st. Yes. I get all that, but this is, this is a bad sign. Yeah, yesterday, six, six singles and a double, right? Uh, yeah. No, they had, uh, they had eight hits. They had seven singles and a double. And let's keep one thing in mind. I mean, I think Oakland at the end of the day is going to be a pretty good ball club. Well, they won 10 in a row. Remember when yeah. we were all making fun right. of them? Uh, They're always there at the end. They were awful to start the season. Uh, They lost their first six or seven, right? Mm -hmm. And and Houston, remember Houston beat them as bad as they wanted to the first four games of the season. They went out and bashed them. And everybody was saying, hey, Houston's pretty good. Look out for that lineup. They're not in last place. But uh, so, yeah, things things happen. But this, this club right now, Donaldson, you know, they're so hard up yesterday, they let Donaldson play both games. Oh, okay? boy, yeah. yeah both That's a good innings. point. Simmons, you know, you still like him, but he's obviously goofy, you know. And what? so what's the deal? With, I mean, when does he come? Is it like a, a, a DL stint with this? Well, yeah, well, it depends upon when he's test positive for a certain I mean, test negative for a certain He has to have, what, of three of them? Is that what it is? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how long. Okay. He, I don't know how long before he comes back. Polanco is terrible. And Snow is unusable, and uh, you know Garver and Jeffers are. There's no punch there between those two guys. Jeffers is overmatched as a hitter, and uh, Garver is a little better than he was last year, but he's still not killing the ball. And the frustrating Kepler's, part about Kepler's what he was in 2020 instead of what he was in 2019. Right. Buxton's, you know, good, but. Who knows how often he's going to play? And right now they don't have a left fielder. And what's the rises their best player by far? And the the, the troubling part too is, <clears throat> Brios goes out there in a doubleheader, gives you exactly what you're going to need, and they still couldn't give him any run support. No, no. you know, and he was fantastic. Yeah, he was good, but um, they're, oof. you know, I think this all started when they decided to 
they had two seven inning games, and they decided to go with Maeda and Brios both uh, last week. And I, my theory was, hmm. you're going to have to slap one together, right? Here yeah. eventually, slap one of the bullpen games, slap for one, seven innings and slap of a nine one of the game. seven yeah, inning games right. together, and then pitch Brios in the because we're six pitch. and three in nine inning games. Yes, yeah. yes, right. So, uh, but you know I, what, Pat? It's, it's it's awful. I came to a conclusion over the weekend when they uh, when the Twins and Angels were postponed because I was I love the West Coast oh, yeah, weekend series, but I thought, well, there we. So I was flipping around. I got to tell you. I am so glad to see the new rivalry in baseball because it's not going to matter because the Dodgers are going to win it all anyway. Dodgers, the Dodgers Padres, that is a good, healthy. They hate each other rivalry. Yeah, I watched a, a lot of that. Going already, huh? They yeah, got you, Kershaw to start barking at them because, uh, and and it's funny. It's like the Dodgers are they they've been the poor stepchildren of the Dodgers for their entire. <laughs> existence so i suppose the dodgers don't like the fact that what are they doing down here they're usually they're our doormat yeah yeah, they're cheap spenders (laughs) they every time they put something good together they end up trading and they get the next owner comes in and cuts cuts it down to nothing right you're the only team in that town yeah san diego you're the only pro team in that town you got a minor league hockey team you don't have an nba team you don't have a, f- a football team anymore. I think the guy, the new, whoever owns them now, to go out and decide to spend money does see the opportunity. Mm-hmm. This can be a baseball town because we don't have anything else. When we were out there a couple and of weeks, they should be filling that place if yeah. they start getting. And, and the 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 weekend that we were there, all three games were sold out. I mean, it's a, I think it was yeah. 10, 10,000 or whatever, just under 10,000. But Pat, we went to, uh, they had this great outdoor mall that's not far from the ballpark, maybe about yeah. 5, 10 miles from the ballpark. And of course, we had to go to Legoland. We got the kids. But I went to the sporting goods store just to kind of see what the popular items were. And they had their, their giant hat rack. And it's half Padres, half Dodgers. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it will be interesting. I've been there. Uh, my son was, Jim was at Camp, Camp Pendleton for a few years. You okay. Know? So we'd go out and we'd go to a Padres, you know, and his his big buddy uh, worked down in San Diego and and was a big Padres fan. He's, they, he'd been out there, you know, as a Marine, but he'd been out at, Pendleton, and then he worked in San Diego, sure. and he and his wife became big Padres fans. So I went to several Padre games several summers in a row, mm-hmm. going out to visit Jim. And it'd be funny you go there on a gorgeous Sunday afternoon, and there'd be twenty three thousand, and a third of them would be free military because they let oh mil- yeah sure, they let sure. military in on Sunday afternoons, and if you wear your uni, so you'd be It'd be full of Marines and you sure. know they're in there, uh, you know. And just, this is the old ballpark. No, this, oh, is, this new is Petco. Ballpark, okay, okay. They weren't, you know, they were like year four in Petco, and they weren't packing it. You know, they've never, they've never, you know, I, they drew like hell when they went the World Series and you know the year with the Cubs and stuff. But they've never just drawn great routinely, you yeah, know, right. just because they're the Padres. But now. There's no excuse not to. If if you put a decent product on the field, mm-hmm. they should be. Uh, yeah, you're the only team in town now. They, you know, consider this: the Twins would be really popular if 
There was, there was no, no Vikings. Vikings. <laughs> uh, no Wild. No, they don't even have a soccer MLS team in San Diego. No MLS team. Now, you'd want to have the Timberwolves because that would make you look good, right? Right, I yeah, mean, right. Would, they'd be the barometer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. They'd be, yeah, they'd say, well, at least they're better than the twi- Timberwolves. <laughs> you know, when they, if the Twins were having a disappointing year, they'd say, well, we still love the Twins because they're yeah. not the Timberwolves. So, yeah. so uh, but, uh, uh, I mean, so, yeah, you're right. That should be fun. If, if, the, if the Padres decide to have the 200 and some million dollar payroll and, right. and go for it let's go well and i was looking at i think it might have been the saturday night game that i was watching uh on and i think was that mlb network must have ran the whole thing on saturday night well in any event they were kind of talking about you know how they built the team and all the transactions and whatnot do you know who could also be on this team with all the talent that they had i think they still have the number one minor league system in all of baseball, if not, mm-hmm. they're in the top five at least. But do you know who else could be on that Padres team right now? Yes, I do know who could be on that team. Uh, the uh, the lad with the uh, White Sox. No, because uh, remember, they gave Shields. Oh, no, that's that's right. how they got no, Tatis Jr. Excuse me, I'm screwed up. Who? Trey Turner. They had Trey Turner, and he was a part of that. Big four team deal with Tampa mm-hmm. uh, and obviously Washington and somebody else I'm forgetting, but they got Will Myers in that I got, deal. I got new news for you. Yep. Trey Turner wouldn't be their shortstop. No, no. <laughs> he'd have to find someplace else to play. He'd be playing second base. Yes. Okay. I was. Yeah. That's what I was screwed up on. Is because the White Sox could White still Sox have, could t- have t- Tatis, Tatis. Who would? Yeah. That make that lineup pretty good. Yeah, but I was thinking about that going. Are you kidding me? They could also have Trey Turner on this team because Will Myers has been okay. I'd like to hear about San Diego Sports Talk Radio. Are they talking about the NFL draft or are they talking about the Padres? I did tune in a little bit on my and I, now granted this was this was Sunday morning sports yeah. talk that I, when I was driving back here, mm-hmm. uh, but they were talking about the weekend series against the Diamondbacks a little bit. But then it was who are the Chargers going to draft in the first <laughs> even round? Even though they're not here oh, anymore, yeah. it, it, you know, even though they left us, we need a left tackle, and Minnesota's <laughs> right behind us. It was yeah, that kind of thing, yeah, you know. Well, and the quarterbacks. Uh, <laughs> Was it a good idea to bring in Matthew Stafford? You know, well, the Chargers got the the, the kid from Oregon, Herbert. You know, oh, the, big, right. the big stud. But from the Oregon. Chargers aren't in San Diego anymore. You should hate them. Well, I think it's a fifty fifty split, just based upon what okay. I was seeing. Oh, the conversation. You know, people would have the the Charger flags, and then people would also have the the Charger flag with a big red line through it. You know, saying I'm done supporting that club. But well. Uh, what five, a great spot. Five or six of my best trips ever, non-family, were when the Dark Man and I went out. For the Super Bowl? No. Oh. We would go out to La Costa. Oh, yeah. For like five days. The week of the Eddie Reed handicap at <laughs> Del Mar. Because <laughs> we got to go to the Eddie Reed, you know. <laughs> no idea who Eddie Reed was. No, wait, did you scam your way for the strip to say, I got to no, cover no, this? No, no, we, this was no, the, no. Oh, no, okay. no, you no. Know, this was Dark and I on a, <laughs> okay. on a trip. And we'd stay in La Costa for like four nights and then maybe stay in a hotel one night and fly out. But we'd stay in La Costa, play golf every morning. And go to Del Mar. And then, at least twice during the trip, 
we'd go to Tijuana to watch Highlight because Dark had to get. This was in Tijuana. Was you know we, there was a fifty percent chance you wouldn't get shot. So we <laughs> we go to the Highlight, a fronton they call it, a fronton. Okay, and there was there was so few people there that. If you bet like ten bucks, the odds would change. You know okay, that was sure, it when sure. you bet. But Dark loved <laughs> loved Highlight because when he was a you know he was a young man, he lived out there for a new, number of years. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Worked at uh, Riviera in the bag room, basically in Riviera. Okay, but uh, uh, but yeah, we we'd go to T- Tijuana and uh, and watch. So that was a day at least. Two of the days were golf at La Costa, horse racing at Del Mar, oh, man. and High Lie in Tijuana with the rent-a-car, which said, do not take this rent-a-car to Mexico. <laughs> you know, boom. We, we, the siren goes off yeah, once right. you cross the border. You know, we'd, always, we, we'd always take the car to Mexico. But... Uh, <laughs> And then uh, one night we'd he'd find some restaurant or we'd eat at La Costa or some game, but sure. uh, but I mean La Costa was a was a uh, great old club for old Jewish guys who li- who basically lived on the grounds and one of them was Sid Gilman, okay. who was the first coach of the Chargers, Minneapolis North. Buddy of Sid's. Really? Buddy of Sid's, Minneapolis North, and a, like the genius of the passing game, one of the of the of the fifties and um and the early I think he was the Ohio State offensive coordinator and then then he ended up with the Chargers. I might not have been the first coach, but he was the first successful coach when they were Still in the, the AFL. Yeah, okay. But we'd sit in there in the sauna with Sid and hear stories for like an hour and a half, half of them about Sid. But uh, <laughs> Dark, and, Dark and Sid Gilman were big buddies. But uh, there were some bad bods in that sauna. Though. I could imagine. Dark man, me, old Jewish guys with their junk hanging out. It was It was. Uh, it was a... Uh, it was a... Uh, it was an interesting trip every year, but we did it five or six years. There in is row. nothing better than when you go on the beaches, whether it's Coronado or yeah. any, and you get to some of the really big, big dollar beaches, and you can see the the old money, and you can tell who's who's living there and who's there visiting. <laughs> yes, you know? right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I think uh, I think Marvin Har both had places on Del Coronado. Did they really? Yeah, right. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they go out there. If I had that money, I'd probably have a space out now, there too. Marv would stay and watch the uh, watch his basketball team. You know, he he so he didn't go out there as much. But Harv would say, nah, "I'm not watching this." He'd go out. Send me a text. <laughs> yeah, send me a tell. I wasn't even texting. Oh yeah, try, Send me an email. Send me a whatever. Telegram telling right. me how bad we lost tonight. So anyway, yeah, those were always uh, that was a trip. And we'd we'd but yeah, well we go to that's right. We'd go to uh, we go to. Highlight a couple of times, and we go to a couple of Padres games too. You know, sure. If, if uh, you know, I think we drove up Dodger Stadium once because when he was a when he was out there as a young guy, Sid, he went to the Dodger games all the time. Because what's the proximity? Because Anaheim Stadium's further north, right, than Dodger Stadium, isn't oh, it? Oh no, it's south. Or is it the opposite? It's south, it's south. Yeah, Anaheim's right up the road. You know, so uh, Dodger Stadium's Howard, further yeah, north. Dodgers okay. way up north. Okay. So, uh, and you know, like the I think the greatest one of the five greatest. Larry David, curb your enthusiasm, <laughs> is when he he got the hooker, 
the the large hooker gal to ride with him Sweet. to Dodger Stadium so he could get in the get, get in the HOV lane. <laughs> And then he ended up getting, you know, she became a recurring character, and he ended up getting in her life, you know, getting in the middle of oh her life. Oh, my God. And, but that was just a, just, a, just to be traffic going to the Dodger games because it's, it's incredible. But man alive. I, Wasn't that also? That'd be fun to go to California and see a Dodgers get get. Oh, Dodgers. that would be fun. I think they've spent a lot of money on Dodger Stadium. They've done some oh, really? stuff with it. Yeah. Okay. Or they're in the process. Well, wasn't that uh, the year that when we were still on the radio, the year that they were uh, playing the Astros because they opened the they opened the World Series at Dodger Stadium and the temp was hundred and two and you said. The World Series is starting too early. Yes, we right. have to push. That's right. We, uh, we can't be having the World Series. We got to have it later in November. I think that was with Timmy. You said that's how you introduced Timmy, and he's just he gave us the Timmy chuckle, of course. Uh-huh. Timmy, the World Series is starting too early. Well, anyway, uh, our synopsis our, is we stinks. Yeah, we stinks. Hey, Town Ball, are we are we playing this weekend? Uh, we actually have our first scrimmage this Saturday against. The hated Morristown Maury's, Patrick. Oh, okay. We're go- Actually, Morristown made the state tournament, was it last year or two years mm-hmm. ago that they made the state tournament? That was one of that, those. How, how's their ballpark? Uh, it's a town ballpark. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Okay. But you know what? Uh, they're, They've been at it a long time. Well, you talked to their guy. Uh, their guy, Kyle Green, who's my age, you're, he's the catcher that you interviewed. Oh, really? Uh, right. Was that last, yeah, last yeah. year for the pandemic? Yeah, that's right. And if, if there's a better description of a town baseball player than <laughs> Kyle Green, he's 44, he's still catching, and he's running the ball club with two young kids. Yeah. That's your that's town it. ball and player right the there. the good wife. Oh, know. yeah. yeah the, the, well, the she's most, a Faribault girl. The that's most why. most important factor in a long successful town ball career is a wife who doesn't hate it yes. you know yes. <laughs> otherwise you get divorced well and Pat, so we we had our we had our practice last week and about five years ago there was only two of us the preacher and myself that had a child okay yeah because jess was still yeah. pregnant with leland at the time mm-hmm. and so we went from having Two young kids, his oldest son and my my William, to now we had practice and there was about 30 of them running around. It is amazing the number of town ballers who quit at age 28 because of their wives having babies and they got to help. And they're either back at 32 with the wife's approval or they're divorced. One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> yes. But they're always back. Oh, yes. <laughs> always it's like back. a drug and you yes, know it. Yes, that's true. All right. Twins. You know, they're here with Pittsburgh this weekend. Should be another battle. Two, uh, one team who's over and under going into the year was 58 oh. against the Twins, who we might settle for 68 right now. We stinks for the man, for the, uh, for at least for the moment. For the moment. All right, we'll be back. Ricey here with Canopy Group Facts. Fact one the Canopy Group writes more business in one month than a captive agent writes in three years. How is this possible? Let's share the other facts for you to understand. Fact two, the Canopy Group offers 16 different insurance companies, not just one. Fact three, the Canopy Group offers annual policies, not six-month policies, that leave you at risk for two premium increases per year. Fact four, the Canopy Group offers one deductible at claim time, not two, three, four, or even more. 
Fact 5, every year the Canopy Group will shop your home and auto insurance with their 16 companies. Captive insurance agencies can't shop that way for you because guess what? They only have one company to deal with. Now that you have the facts, it's time to get the options. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. This is Reavers once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And Josh has a very basic question for you. Do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk's clients, and that's Josh Arnold, by the way, they always know what they own. He has found out that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds, and there are real instances of people that are paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. Josh begs of you, know what you own. You see, trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation with absolutely zero obligation. Call him at 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. For a beautiful lawn all season long, spring to fall, log on to ProfessionalTurf.com. You do that, you're going to be able to schedule this free no-obligation estimate uh, where a ProTurf Pro is going to walk your lawn and then design a three- to four-application treatment that they apply throughout the summer that gets rid of the weeds, keeps your yard thick and luscious, and it's that way until the snow flies again. Applications that are safe for you, the family, pets, the environment, uh, those kids that always cross your yard yard that you're yelling at, it's even safe for them. All you have to do is water and mow, and and, and I mean mow a lot. It really works. The GL staff is all signed up. 90% of you GLers are signed up. You should too. It's more popular than a COVID shot, and it's the best thing you could do for the health of your lawn. ProfessionalTurf.com. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.